Hello and welcome to I'll Be There For You. A friend's podcast. A friend's podcast. So we're here on episode three of our podcast. Mm-hmm. And as you mentioned last episode, this episode is going to be a random... Random. Random episode we're picking from friends. So how are we doing the randomizer? So we did it earlier. Independently verified <laughs> by an <laughs> independent adjudicator. <laughs> and we came up with series eight, episode 15. So the first two podcasts we did were early episodes. Yes, we've, early we've in the stuck series. quite early, yeah. We had uh, series one and series three. So we now jumped quite far ahead to series eight. And this, if you remember, is the one with the birthing video. Okay, so the one with the birthing video. So to give you a summary, um, this is from Wikipedia. Phoebe gives a birthing video to Rachel. Chandler, mistaking the tape for porn, watches it and is horrified after watching it with Monica, which kills the mood for Valentine's Day. Ross struggles to tell Mona that Rachel is now living with him and she breaks up with him over his dishonesty. Joey is depressed and in an effort to lighten his mood, Phoebe lends him a dog to cheer him up. However, Joey ends up subduing the dog with his depression and in the end tells Ross about his feelings for Rachel. So quite a lot going on in this episode. A lot going on in this episode. The randomizer has thrown us up with a (laughs) good one. Yeah, when we compare it to last episode where we had literally no (laughs) storyline, this has got quite a lot going on. Lots of different storylines, lots of different character storylines. So where do you think we should start then? I mean, so we start first scene we're mm. with Phoebe and Joey and this pretty much sets up this uh storyline through this episode of Joey being in love with Rachel yeah. and not being able to do anything about it yeah so that sort of I would say the main arc of this episode but I then so, yeah. there's quite a lot going on as yeah said. there's not yeah there's not really I guess a main focus but yeah certainly the story of Phoebe talking to Joey and then Phoebe gets this dog for Joey Mm -hmm. and tries to sort of bring him out of his depression and ends up just making the situation worse (laughs) and making the dog depressed. And uh, yeah, so I guess that's, that's, yeah, one of the main things, this this kind of um, Joey in a bit of a rut, really. Yeah, which is very, as we said, we spoke about Joey in previous episodes Mm. of this podcast and... I think this is a very different side of Joey we're seeing at the moment. Yeah. Perhaps not typical joey no and not a joey i say i'd really like yeah it's a, it's a balance isn't it you want a bit more of the sensitive side but this is this is a bit too much and like this moping over rachel i don't know i don't know how genuine it feels when you've been friends with someone that long i know you can develop feelings mm. for a friend but to get to this kind of really depressed stage yeah of, uh, yeah but i can't really again as i said we said previously we're doing these in isolation yes. we're just picking out episodes so we're not we're not sort of seeing the lead up and, yeah you know, how uh, however develops. much we are fans and we've watched it a lot of times <laughs> it is hard to remember yeah. like the storyline before and after and how we've got to this point but i just yeah i don't feel like this is a great we see it sort of seem at its lowest mm. ebb at this point i guess in terms of that storyline yeah and spoiler again, at the end of the episode, we see Joey actually admit to yeah. Ross that it's Rachel who he is in love with. Yeah. Who's this 
girl he's been pining for. And I guess this is, yeah, the point where he... We come to the head of that. Yeah, that so it's quite a significant and, yes, ending, isn't exactly, it? Exactly. Like, yeah, just fessing up to Ross. Yeah, that this. Yeah, that's that's you know where we're at, and so I think there's going to be a lot coming off of this. But I just think for this episode, Joey, not so great. Um, but I do like the start out of like the Phoebe and Joey thing. I mean, we yeah. talked about it before. This yes, relationship exactly. between Phoebe and Joey, and I think one of the first things is quite interesting because. I think we mentioned previously this thing of Phoebe and Joey and how we like their friendship and it's a very feels like a very genuine mm. friendship and the kind of thing of they're, they're both quite sexual people but they play on this kind of sexual thing with each other. Yes. But it feels like it's coming from a friend's perspective as mm. in I am doing this as a friend. Yeah. And this is what you need as my friend. Yes. Rather than it being a sexual attraction between the two. Yeah, of them. yeah, definitely. And I think this is a very key yes, point in this. So definitely. very early on, Phoebe senses Joey is depressed yeah. and says, Do you want to look down my top? <laughs> so it's very much that signalling of she knows that Joey, yeah, that's a sexual thing. Yeah. And that's what Joey needs at that time. Might cheer him up. Yeah. But being but doing it coming from a friend's perspective yeah. is a bit weird. It is a bit weird, but it feels quite there. Yeah, I think. that's that, I think that is the relationship they yeah. have. They have this kind of yeah, that it, it moves into the sexual, but it's never this kind of Joey would never pine for Phoebe no, in the way he's no, doing in this exactly, episode for Rachel. Yeah. It's a shame because I think they'd make such a couple. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I always, really always hope for a spin-off of them together. Yeah. <laughs> I think that, yeah. It's the, it's the, the ones that are always going to miss, I think, mm. is uh, the thing. Um, but the other storyline we've got is the um, birthing video, which is what the episode's named after. Yes. Um, and I think we'll say early doors, Chandler's hair. <laughs> Thank you. Thoughts on Chandler's hair. I mean, already too late in the episode to bring that up. As you know, if you listen to our other podcasts, we love to talk about fashion, and that has moved into hair. Yeah. Chandler in this episode, I mean, he's mainly hair rather than anything else. He's all hair. He's all hair, hair, no personality. Yeah. It looks like he's got out of bed... And it's just crazy. It's just it's when you compare him to so the last episode we did, um, he had that sort of horrible oh, goatee thing, yes. and very close cut hair. Yeah, and he was very thin. Yes, and you compare him to this one. You, it's a different person. It it's is, basically you yeah. could say that as a totally different actor. It's yeah, just like two separate people. And I don't know which one I like best. To be honest, I mean, the, the, yeah, the hair is quite distracting because it is very. Like, it's not just big. Like, it's very long, isn't yeah. it, for him. And it just looks messy. It looks like... I think we'd say it's hair. without style. Yeah, I suppose <laughs> that's a fair assessment of it, without style, yeah. Yeah, I just... Yeah, the, this storyline's a bit... A bit odd. Yeah, um, it's all a bit... So, so I guess we should say it's Valentine's Day. That was set up in oh, the yes. first scene, mm. wasn't it? Mm. That it's Valentine's Day. And you see how they're di- differently yes. treating Valentine's Day. And so, at this point, you know, we're Series 8. Obviously, Monica and Chandler are together. Mm. They're married. And so Monica wants to do something for Chandler for Valentine's Day. So we see earlier on in the episode, she's, like, trying to pick an outfit to wear for Chandler, some kind yeah. of sexy lingerie, which a bit of a comedy moment where Ross wants to help her. She says, oh, I need Phoebe's help. <laughs> he wants to help. Ross is quite 
are quite funny in that scene, I think. Even so, it's yeah. it's quite weird. Yeah. I've put this down because this is an interesting point about, yeah, Monica's sexuality in front of Ross because I feel like it happens a couple of times. Yeah. Um, so this is, a, this is an interesting one. And I... I think it's funny because Ross gives an answer. Yes, like that's what you sort of set yeah. it up as a kind of oh no, your brother yeah. doesn't want to choose, and also because Chandler's his best friend, yes. and then he does give an answer of which top, yeah. which the outfit he thinks <laughs> is best, and I think yeah, that is a nice touch. I like that line, but yeah, I mean that is something to pick up on this kind of um, how Ross is with the relationship of Chandler and Monica, yeah. and just yeah, Monica's sexuality generally, and that being a kind of big. Brother other thing I think they touch on that quite a bit yeah and I guess it is a a different dynamic with them more than, than the other friends because they have that extra yeah. thing of them being siblings yeah and it but it never feels overly done it never no. feels too much like you're aware of it but not too much and even in the fact that sometimes they make jokes about um the, the other friends will forget that they're brother yes. and sister like yeah, there's jokes yeah, yeah. about them sort of being together or whatever because they're friends yeah. principally and siblings second mm-hmm. so I think that's quite a nice bit that they they do yeah so yeah so it's Valentine's Day and Monica's got this sexy laundry and she's got him a porn video now you know how I love a 90s classic. <laughs> yeah I knew this would be coming up Already coming out of the 90s Latin, porn on VCR. VCR, VCR. I mean, VCRs generally. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Just a couple of actual, yeah, seeing VCRs just in their boxes so coming out. Really good. <laughs> just feels so old. <laughs> but actually an episode that doesn't seem quite old. Like, I don't think yeah. there's many aging references in this one no i didn't feel like it was an old episode and yet when you get the vcrs out you're like oh, Clunky old that, VCRs. Date, that dates it <laughs> <laughs> yeah i know well, yeah when you watch on netflix now they're going like, why what they what wouldn't get that? it <laughs> i find it quite strange that like in two cases there's a mix-up between a birthing video and porn in that you can watch it for however long and not realise. So yeah, exactly. They do it one way. They do the sort of conceit one way, like Chandler's watching for a little while before he realises the birthing video. Yes. And at the end, they do the flip side of Rachel watches a porn video for a while. <laughs> thinking <laughs> it's a birthing video. So it's quite cute in a way, yeah. that kind of flip thing. But um, yeah, how long can you watch it? Before? I know, he wasn't watching it for quite a while. <laughs> yeah. I think it would be pretty yeah. obvious straight away. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so we should say that Phoebe brings in this other video, which is where the mix-up happens, yes. because she brings this video in for Rachel, who is currently pregnant in this episode. And she brings in this video of her friend's Cookie, no, Candy. Candy, Candy was a woman and yeah. he was giving birth to Cookie. Cookie. So we did mention before the fact that Phoebe has these other friends yes. that we hear about. And there's a couple in this. So, so there's Wendy who gives Phoebe the dog oh, yes. to cheer up Joey. Yeah. But also these friends, Cookie and, well, her baby Cookie yes. and Candy. Candy. Yeah. And then a nice line like I like in this one is when she says... That the husband is also, the father of the child is also called Cookie. Yeah. And then she's like, why am I friends with these people? <laughs> I really Which, like that line, yeah, why am I friends with these people? Because I think it really hits on what we've talked about yes. before, Phoebe and this other line. Yeah. And yeah, 
we really get to see like in all the episodes mm. this other life that phoebe has and like, like little glimpses <laughs> yeah that. we know i mean we sometimes get to meet them but um yeah sometimes very rarely you, know, yeah. you get the name checks like we had today oh yeah i wrote that down because i thought that was quite <laughs> interesting <laughs> considering what we said yeah about yeah phoebe's other life and talking about phoebe should we go on to fashion oh why not skip skip to fashion yeah fashion there's um, something I would say quite obvious to say in this. Yeah, about Phoebe. Yes. Yeah, the hair scrunchies. Of course. <laughs> yeah. So two pink hair scrunchies. Pink bunches. fluffy. Pink fluffy hair scrunchies blu- uh, bun- in, in bunches. bunches. Which I think I've seen her wear before. I think this isn't the only episode she wears those. Oh, okay. Well, let's look out for that Yeah, then. I think I've seen them in other episodes. Obviously a favourite of Phoebe's. But mm. I think they're almost too girly for Phoebe. Like, I feel like they're yeah. quite... I suppose, yeah, if they were maybe not pink, but they're quite, mm. yeah, that kind of kooky. Kooky. Yeah, that, I mean, that really stuck out fashion-wise for me. Um, the other thing that stuck out fashion-wise is Ross's tie. Oh, Ross has a really, like, strong tie on. Oh. <laughs> which does not really, like, look good. A pattern tie? Well, it's sort of, um, no, I can't really remember. I think it's sort of a pinkish tie, pinkish-reddish oh, tie. It just looks really yeah. bold for what he's wearing, and it just really stood out. And just Joey's jumper really annoyed me. Oh, no! <laughs> a chunky polo neck. A chunky polo neck. I don't think he sees a polo neck. No, I mean, he is quite, like, broad and shoulder, and I think it does make him look broader. Mm. But I quite liked it in his chunky It fitted with the episode, didn't yeah. it? The kind of depressed, got to wear a jumper. Just throw this on, yeah. yeah. Um, but, yeah, I'm not a fan, I have to say. I mean, talking about pink, as we were with Phoebe scrunchies... Yeah. Something I also want to point out in fashion, a bit of a side character. Yeah. But one of the main side characters, I'd say, Gunther. Gunther. This is the first time we've yes. seen him in doing this podcast. So Gunther comes in, mm. first scene, wearing a lovely pink shirt with an even pinker tie on. Yeah. A, quite an outfit. Yeah. But yeah, this is the first time we've seen him. I think it is, yes. So what are your thoughts on Gunther? He is a nice run-through, isn't he? He's been there since episode one. Yeah. And he's in there. I think he's in the last episode as well. I think he. I can't remember. I honestly I think can't remember. He's in the first and last episode. I had, I'd hope so. You'd I'd hope want to put so, that in. Yeah. Because he's one of the main characters. I mean, you have Janice early doors, but she fades and comes back again. Yeah. But Gunther's really the one that carries on. Has been every single series i yeah. think i think he's the only one well what about monica and ross's parents yeah but would you say they were definitely in every series i don't know if they are let's look it up well fact checkers <laughs> but, but yeah, yeah he think... is very much he's not the seventh friend obviously yeah. they're not friends with him but he is the one who runs alongside them i think yes so um i'd say when it first became a big hit in the uk I think there was quite a lot of talk about Gunther. Oh, really? And I think, I feel like he was quite a... I think he was the, considered the seventh character mm. at that time. And maybe he's not carried that through, but um, maybe in the first series... I don't know, I can't remember how, how his pattern frequency yes. of him being in it, but I'd certainly remember interviews and things. And maybe it's just because he was the only character they could get yeah, in the yeah. UK to do interviews. <laughs> Most probably. Yeah. He was definitely on a lot of stuff. I remember him being a thing. But, I mean, we do see him, for example, in... Uh, we referenced it in an earlier podcast, but Rachel's 
birthday. Yes. The one where her parents are breaking up. Mm. And he gets invited to that birthday party. Yeah. Which does seem a little odd. I guess they work together at that point, haven't they? Yeah. But it's not exactly like they hang out with him. No. I mean, but obviously we saw loads of people in that episode that we'd never seen before. Yes, yeah. Supposedly side friends. Yeah. But yeah, I thought that was quite a like a nice thing to see Gunther outside, outside of yeah. the coffee house. Yeah. I feel like it's happened other time. I can't think of it. I think it's interesting. Like, yeah, who... Like, if we went, frequently went to a coffee house, <laughs> would you ever, like... <laughs> But yeah, maybe, like you say, maybe if you work there, would you ever, like... Invite them to your birthday party. But something that we'll need to keep an eye on is, yeah, the Gunther-Rachel storyline. Because Gunther is not just a side character. He has actually a storyline of this thing of him really liking Rachel. Yeah. And I think they they sort of stuck with that. Yeah. I think there's been quite cute lines about that. Um, Some quite odd lines that come up. Yeah. As to how he perceives his relationship with Rachel. yes. But um, I think that's quite nice that it's, it's not he's not, not just sort of a background character. He has got something going on. Yeah. But yeah, he is thing. kept quite background. <laughs> it's not like, you know, in Frasier where you've got Roz, who is yes. a side character, but obviously is such a main part Big, of it. Yeah. Um, he is... But I guess if you've already got six people, yeah, do you really d- need to draw in anymore? Yeah. But it's interesting then that they have drawn in someone, but mm. what line do they draw? And yeah, um like Ross's Ross and Monica's parents. Yes. Basically the only ones, aren't they? I would say so. Yeah, Janice like fades so much in the yeah. middle. Yeah. I is mean there... she isn't in there for series. Yeah. She go past and we haven't seen her. Yeah. So And she pops in at a later date, but only for like an episode mm. here and there. Because she's back when Monica and Chandler are looking for their apartment, isn't she? Yes, and like right near the end, yeah. yeah. Let's see, let's keep an eye on that. I guess, talking about Gunther, that moves us into other side characters in this episode. Yeah, our sub-characters, sub-characters. our sub-character thread. Exactly. So I guess one of the main ones to talk about in this is Mona. Yeah, so Mona's here in um, because it's Valentine's Day and yes. Ross is going out with Mona. Yes. And at this point, I think Mona's been away, has she, or something? They yeah, haven't been together. Yeah. And um, in that time, Rachel has moved in with Ross. Yes. And um, Ross kind of alludes to this fact in the fact that Joey said, suggests that um, Rachel should move in. Yeah. And Mona finds it hilarious the fact that anyone would suggest that Rachel, <laughs> his ex wife, should move in and pregnant with his child should move in with Ross yeah and then obviously that's what's happened so um it's that kind of thing and then this is the end of Mona really isn't it apart from no she does come back because of the pink salmon oh the pink salmon so we'll see her again great episode we'll see her again but this is yeah end of the relationship yes yeah thoughts on Mona Ah, I was hoping you would go first. Okay, I'll go first then. I quite like Mona. I was going to say I quite like Mona, but I was worried because I didn't think you liked Mona. I quite like Mona, and I like um, how angry she is at Ross, because completely justified. (laughs) And I really like the Pink Salmon episode. Yeah, she's a bit of a sap. I think she should have questioned a lot of this earlier. Yeah. But um, if she really likes him, she really likes him. But I think... I wouldn't have liked them to see them together because I think Ross should always be with Rachel. Uh, yes. But so I it's difficult. she was a good character for mm. Ross. Like, I think I could see them in yes. a relationship, whereas I've seen other people with Ross who I think, oh, I don't understand them as yeah. a relationship. But I think 
these two, I can see them together. So you'd say Ross with Mona more than Ross with Charlie. Yeah, that's what I was kind of saying. Yeah. I don't know. I think it was really sweet that bit where so she brings him back saltwater taffy. Oh yeah, yeah, brilliant. And so in the UK, I guess we don't really have saltwater taffy, do we? No, I, well, I know. <laughs> certainly never seen it. I don't know. I still don't really sure what it is. No, I guess taffy is toffee, isn't it? Oh, is it right? I don't know. I didn't even know that. <laughs> I don't know. It looks like kind of when you chew on it. it. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of sort of a nougat-y thing. I would have said it's more, yeah, nougat-y fudge. It looks mm. like that kind of texture. But if you're going to make it with salt water... Yeah, it's going to have some kind mm. of... And it's obviously quite chewy. Because that's so. how he pretends that he can't talk about what's happened with yeah. Rachel moving <laughs> in because he's got his mouth full of taffy. Um, but yeah, he starts to tell Mona how saltwater taffy's made and how people think it's seawater. Yeah. And she says, oh, that's... He's like, oh, that's not that interesting. Um, and she says, oh, no, I think that's interesting. Yeah. And he's like, oh, me too. I think that's really <laughs> sweet. Like, yeah. Whereas conversely, Rachel says, oh, I watched the documentary with yes. you. So it's kind of like, I did that with you because you're interested in yeah. it. So it's showing that in a relationship you show interest in someone you go you go along with what they're doing because they find it interesting yes. whereas Mona was like she, she seemed like she genuinely yeah. found it interesting <laughs> they were genuinely goodly matched yeah but, um yeah just I didn't feel like Ross was ever completely in love with her well no I don't think that was he never seemed particularly upset that they broke up no and he always just had that thing of oh I forgot Mona yes <laughs> yes oh, I do feel sorry for Mona yeah it's one of those things where yeah she probably thought that was a really good relationship yeah. and he was like his head was completely in a different place not in, in it and if he yeah in a, in a different place different time it might have worked out but um yeah, no, yeah, I think Mona's a yeah, fairly good... We'll put her in the good pile yes. of sub-characters. She's certainly nowhere near a Pete, for example. No, exactly. <laughs> she wouldn't Tara with a Pete for us. <laughs> yeah, I liked it. What about the sub-character of the dog? Thank you, yes. <laughs> Glad you mentioned the dog. Because we've had Marcel as a sub-character. Ah. Um, so this dog only lasts one episode, obviously. Yes. But um, um, thoughts? Joey named the dog Mozzarella. Yeah. Which I quite liked. Mm. I mean, it's a cute dog. It was a really sweet dog. Not that into dogs, but as dogs go, it was quite cute. So we've had a monkey. Yeah. Um, Rachel at some point gets a cat. Oh, yeah, that cat. Um, We've got this dog. Are there any other animals? There is another dog that kind of turns up, because obviously then we find out that Chana's got that allergy. Oh, yes. Phoebe's hiding that dog in her room. Yeah. The one um, that Ross has to look after at um, Phoebe and Mike's wedding. Mike's family pet. Um, I feel like there must be other animals. I'm sure that we'll come oh, across other arms. the goldfish that isn't actually a goldfish, obviously with um, Chandler's weird mm. flatmate. Uh, yes. That was just... Eddie? Eddie, Eddie, that's it. What, what was it? It wasn't a It wasn't a goldfish. No, it was some kind of biscuit. <laughs> I always think it's that something... That is a good episode. Again, something that maybe they had in America, which yeah. resonated more, but some kind of biscuit that looked like a fish. Oh, right. Or a crisp that looked like yeah. a fish or something. The tarantula. Oh, yeah. That is a really good episode. <laughs> I feel like there's some kind of bird somewhere along the way. Oh, I can't think of are you it, thinking of the pigeon? <laughs> yeah, possibly. The pigeon with the lottery? Maybe I'm thinking of Fraser. Maybe. A lot of animals, though. Mm. But this is our second an- animal in only three podcasts. Yeah. So, really ticking them off. Yeah.
So one thing following on from the uh, Joey and the dog storyline was a good line in it, I thought, was when Joey had the dog and he throws the dog the ball and he throws it into his room and, well, no, he he feigns to throw it into his room. Oh, so yeah, he pretends to throw dogs. it yeah, yeah. and then he hasn't actually thrown it. But the dog chases after it anyway. And Joey says, you're cute, but you're not too smart. <laughs> and I feel like, you know, in, if you were doing your sort of A-level um, English literature novel yeah. and this is in it, Okay, you definitely write this down as a quote. Uh, as in, you're cute but you're not too smart is reflective of oh, Joey himself. That as, is perfectly... And then you've got the fact that then the dog brings back the ball. Ah, so brings back another yeah, ball. Exactly, so he's outsmarted Joey yeah. even in that. So it's, I thought that was quite a nice little... It was a little cute little line, yeah. wasn't it? I just thought, yeah, that is very much Joey, isn't it? Yeah. Like, uh, yeah. You're cute, but you're not too smart. Not too smart. And that's, yeah. Sums make them that, up. Yeah, make that too obvious. But as we said in the first episode. Yes. Um, first podcast. Is that a thing? Is what are we doing with Joey here? Are yeah. Are we saying he is completely dumb? We are building on some of his character here because we are saying, oh, he's got some depth in this thing he feels for Rachel. Yeah. But... Is it enough of a character point? I'm, I know, and as you said earlier, it does feel like it's almost come from nowhere. Mm. So it does feel a little bit odd, a little bit of a tangent for Joey. Yeah. But I guess you see um, later on in the episode, like the last scene, I think it is, where Ross is, is coming to the coffee house after breaking up with Mona. Mm. And he sees Joey there and he sort of says, oh, you know, you've got not got a day on Valentine's Day. Yeah. You're having women trouble. And I guess that's, yeah, well, we, that's how we perceive Joey. Oh, he's got all the girls. Yeah. Like, he doesn't, like, yeah. Valentine's Day, he should be out there. Yeah. So I guess, yeah, this is signaling a bit of a change in Joey. Mm. And perhaps he is maturing into not being the guy who wants to sleep with loads of women. Maybe he is. Has these, yeah deeper feelings yeah i think that's quite a nice scene as well that um joey and ross because i'm not sure how often we get those two Mm. because it's this playoff of um kind of your old college friend so Chandler and ross is the you know your old college friend thing you've got you've always got that sort of eternal Mm. best friend you you know your friend you made in college and then you've got this the new friend that you're very close to. Yes. Which is the Joey and Chandler thing. And I think it's quite nice that we don't really ever get to see the Joey Ross that no, much. No, that doesn't... You get, you get glimpses of it, but um, it's not one of the main scenes between the no. two of them. So I think that's quite a nice end scene. And then it kind of fades into that where Joey says it's it's Rachel. Yes. And then yeah, you bring back that it. tension up again. Mm. So you only have that very small period where Ross is like sort of makes a joke about it at the start, but then is like very sincere yes. and tell me about it and that sort of thing. And I, I really I like that help. bit between yeah. them. And I think, yeah, it'd be nice to see a bit more of that. But then obviously can't be because <laughs> <laughs> then you move on to the fact that you find out it's Rachel. It's Rachel that he's into. Shall we talk about our best bits? I think so, because I've got 
with this episode, I haven't really got... There's not an outstanding thing, I think. But I think there's a lot of really good bits. Yeah. There's a lot of little quips and little bits that I really like. Um, but nothing, I'd say, was particularly the best bit that stands out. But, yeah, I would agree with that. So one of my favourite bits was the saltwater taffy bit. <laughs> <laughs> I just love that. And, uh, it is so good. And... Um, and then when Phoebe, uh, when Ross gives Phoebe some saltwater taffy, like she, I think, cause she, has she never heard of it before or something? Yeah, she, she says hasn't never heard had it. Before. Yeah, and she says, um, and Ross is quite surprised by this, and she says, "Well, my mother was just too busy planning her suicide to offer saltwater treats." <laughs> I love the way she yeah. says it, and saltwater treats is lovely, and then it just it just carries on, and then yeah, what the mother of crap is is up with this stuff. And then <laughs> yeah, that was one of my favourite bits. Oh, it's nice. I'm gonna try a pink one. <laughs> it's just, I really like that, and yeah. it's just a really nice couple of lines, and uh, I just find saltwater taffy funny. I know. It's, I it's mean, a funny phrase. It really. is. Other favourite bits is just when, yeah, Mona arrives at the house and Rachel's obviously there and there's sort of a misunderstanding about because Mona thinks she's just sort of randomly there. She doesn't, yes. she doesn't realise yeah. that he, she's living with Ross and Rachel's like ordering Chinese food and stuff and going to the door and there's just this bit where Ross says to Mona, oh, please start drinking. <laughs> I just, <laughs> it, just really, it really tickled me. Then when Rachel goes over to Chandler and uh, Monica's house and um, Rachel says, oh, um, Ross is breaking up with Mona. And um, they all sort of, oh, poor Ross, poor Ross. And they all rush to the window. Rush the window, yeah, (laughs) to try and have a look. I like that. And also, final line, favourite line, did her ass explode? Rachel. (laughs) I have written that down also. And just yeah, there was just there was nothing that really stood out as being amazing about this episode. Yeah. But there was a lot of really good lines, lines that just made me laugh. It was, I think, a good all round episode, mm. very much. I think particularly in the last podcast we did when we were looking at that Pete episode. Worst episode. Worst episode. <laughs> Hashtag worst episode. <laughs> um I think we were struggling mm. to find good bits. Whereas and I think what as you've hit on your good bits it sort of did stand out whereas yeah. this one it is a bit like there are so many good bits and I think all the characters have some pretty good lines in this yes I think so yeah everyone does quite well out of this one no one's no one looks bad in this episode no Joey's Perhaps... a bit yeah, a bit down yeah but, um, I don't think he, I don't think he's bad no I guess Chan doesn't have too much to say in this no um, it's a bit of a quiet episode for him but I think for the other characters, you do, they do have some great bits. And I think Ross is really good in this. Mm. This is a really, I think in the our first two podcasts, Ross didn't really have much impact. No. And I think Ross is one of our favourite characters. Yeah. I think it's your favourite character, mm, my yeah. second favourite character. And I think he, in this episode, he is starting to ramp up his is like real classic Ross. Yes. He's just so good in this. And it's not even just his main lines, even just throwaway lines. Yeah. He just does so well. I think he's really good in this, particularly because when you consider you shouldn't really like him in this, really, should you? Because he's That's true, he's got yeah. his girlfriend and he's moved in, this woman he <laughs> was briefly married to who he's got pregnant. Yes. And you shouldn't You yeah, should technically you, you should, yeah, not be rooting no, for him. But, but um he's yeah, he's got quite a couple of sort of charming lines yes. and he's quite yeah innocent with it and um he I think he comes across really well. So 
I guess we should say reveal our best friend on that basis. Best friend. This is a difficult one for me because I think Rachel has some good lines, as you say, when they're watching the uh, one of the final scenes when Mm. they're watching um, the birthing video. Yeah, and yeah, she says, "What did her ass explode?" (laughs) And that one where she. The guy's like, oh, no, it's really lovely. It's really lovely. Look, she's given birth. And she's, oh, screw you guys. You didn't have to do it. Yeah. Like, I love that. Yeah. She's really good in this. And I think, yeah, Ross has some really good lines. But I think it might be Phoebe again for me. It's interesting because I wrote down Phoebe and I thought, I can't have Phoebe three times <laughs> Every in a row. Every single time. For someone who I never would have considered my best friend. Mm. And I think I would have gone for Phoebe, but I think she fades I think she's really good early doors and there's a lot of her early doors but by the end of the episode you've hardly seen her. I I, think Phoebe in this episode is a a funny one because she isn't actually... She doesn't have a storyline. No. She is propping up other people's storylines but she's very much the one that they're talking to for that storyline to develop for the audience to see what's happening. Yeah. At the very beginning she's talking to Joey and he's saying all about, you know, letting the audience know this is where he's at yeah you know yeah Rachel he can't get her yeah later on she sort of sets up the thing with the the dv the vcr mix up yeah that's her giving that yeah that vcr to Monica and I think she's the and again yeah we see her with Ross later on when Mm. he's sort of saying about Mona and how he didn't let her know that Rachel had moved in with him like she is always the one that people are She's sort of the setup to a lot, a lot of things. Yeah, and yeah, and and beyond the mechanics of the setup, mm. if you look at it as a friend's perspective, like she's being a really good friend yeah. here. Like she is a good friend to Joey. Like yeah. she's like, what can I do to solve the situation? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll get my dog <laughs> and that kind of thing. And she's doing that from a good perspective. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah. And the same with the birthing video. Like she wants to support yeah. Rachel, mm-hmm. and at that time, she thinks it'd be good for her to see a birthing yeah. video. And it's all about her being a really good friend. Mm-hmm. She's not got her own storyline, but she's, but yeah, being that lovely... Yeah, supporting supportive, Yeah. And it is a good also storyline mechanism to set up all she's this other stuff. One, yeah. <laughs> but I, even with that, even the fact that she hasn't got a storyline in this, she still has, yeah, some really great lines. Mm. You know, I love that one, yeah, with the saltwater chappy. Well, the mother of crap is that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And um, when Ross is saying about how he hasn't told Mona and the fact that Rachel's moved in and all this stuff. And she says, if I haven't said it before, she's a lucky, lucky lady. (laughs) I just really love that. Like, she's got some really good, like, real gems in there. She has, yeah. And I think also we get to see, which I think we see often, that kind of, the kind of underlying mention of how awful a life and it's always treated in quite a jokey way, but mm. like there's so much of an awful life behind her. And it's kind mm. of that kind of underlying, this is the life I've had compared to your yes. life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's not just, you know, this is my terrible life, but this is compared to your life. So these are the things you're complaining yeah. about and remember what I've gone through. But not never in a really obvious way. It's just like, of course you like salt water yeah. to happy. My mum was <laughs> busy trying to kill herself. Like, yeah. That kind of a sort of jarring relationship yes. between where she is and where the rest of them are. Mm. And um, and maybe why she's got all these other friends because yeah. they're more suited to the life she knows and yeah. she understands. 
But yeah, we still need to find a bit more of what they give to her. We've seen a lot of what yeah. she gives to them, oh, and particularly in this episode, yeah. we need a lot more of what, what, what they give to her. And I need to understand that a bit more, I think. Hmm. So I'm going to put Phoebe as a backburner. I can't, okay. I'm not going to choose her three times in a row. <laughs> you can't do it. Um, I think by the end of the episode, it was definitely her at the start, I think by the end of the episode it was Ross. Which seems incredible g- yes. given the Mona issue. Yeah. But I just think he was really funny in this one. Yeah. I just think he was, yeah, I really liked his... He had some good lines. Saltwater taffy excitement yeah. is always going to get me. Yeah. <laughs> I just think, yeah, despite everything, I think he was quite... And I think he was quite Ross-like in this one. I yeah. think he's classic Ross. Classic Ross, where he, you know, he wants to tell Mona and Rachel about you know, the ins and outs of salt, how yeah. salt water taffy's made. Yeah. Like, that is so classic Ross. Like, who cares? I know. And that kind of thing of he gets himself into these situations. Yes. Like, he hasn't done it to be mean. Yeah. He just genuinely thinks Rachel should live with him and hasn't really thought through the consequences. Yeah. He's, yeah, pretty much a good guy. So I think by the end of it, my best friend is Ross. Oh, congrats, Ross. Well first, done, Ross. First, first man on the board. The first man on the board, yes. Yeah. First truck up for Ross. I mean, I think it won't be the last time we'll see Ross. No. But, um, yeah. I think the early series is, I don't... I mean, you have got some good Ross glimpses in there, but I think it's in the later series that he really comes into Definitely. his own. Definitely. And I think of... also, not just in like chronological order, but in your own development with the storyline with Friends, everyone says oh, you don't realise the best one is Ross until you've watched it for quite a long time. I think everyone gets round to that, yeah. kind of how good Ross is. I mean, you, he's never got into your top spot, but you've certainly no. um, he's, he's moved second. him up the ranks. Yeah, he's, he's close second for me. Yeah, and uh, yeah, I think this one, yeah, Monica and Chandler, bit in there, isn't he? Yeah. It, also, when they get together, well, from that point on. Exactly, that's what I was going to say. That is a bit of a the trouble with Monica and Chandler and the trouble with any sitcom where you get mm. a couple into the relationship. Then you miss the, are they, aren't they? Yeah. That sort of tension building. It's just like, oh, no, they are yeah. together. But I don't even and think that we had... The thing with Monica and Chandler, we didn't even have they are, they, aren't they? So it literally went from no. we're friends to... But I guess it... The fun bit of their beginning of the relationship was the fact that no one else knew, yes. and that was yeah, the, that's the yeah. fun bit yeah. of that. And then once everyone knew, and they were like a real couple, couple, yeah, and it was obviously weren't going to break up. I guess you lose any kind of yeah. tension or yeah. you know excitement with that. Yeah, and and we said in like the first episode about you know the the friends all being friends as a gang. We see this very much as separate. You're seeing yes. the separate relationships mm-hmm. and who's working with who, and and you know it's very much Monica and Chandler just out in their own bit and. Because there's some friends within this who do not interact with other friends throughout the whole episode. Yeah. Like, for example, Ross and Chandler, I don't think, no. are there ever in a, in a scene together. No. Um, so, yeah, there are, are friends we just don't see together yeah. at this point. Yeah, it's very much sort of gangs. And I think, in a way, Phoebe sort of, yeah, like sort of brings that all yeah, together. Yeah, she and does the one thread yeah. that kind of gets everyone mm. through because she's... Yeah, good friends of the boys as well as she's yes. good friends of the girls. And um, yeah, and I suppose you've got the kind of Monica Ross bridge as well. Um, but that's interesting. I feel like, do you bring that up? I don't see Ross turning to Monica that often. Mm. When I'm thinking of ones 
I guess because I've got that Phoebe Ross relationship thought in my brain. But I, I can see quite a few episodes where um, Phoebe's supporting Ross and whatever. Mm. And it might not even be supporting it. It might just be Ross is telling her something. Yeah. And she's that character that he's telling it to. But bearing in mind that Monica is his sister, you'd think that would happen more with her. Yeah, that's true. It yeah. doesn't really happen yeah. that often. Yeah. I wonder if they feel like that's the sort of unsaid bit. But yeah, you're, you're right. It's not, yeah. It'd be interesting to see as we go along how often... Because I do think Phoebe is often the friend that people tell stuff to. Mm. She is often that one. And I don't know whether that is more to do with the mechanics mm. of it and the fact that she is perhaps... A, a lot more separate than the other group. Like, yeah. She isn't a loner. Yeah. If she's the had outsider. To, yeah, yeah, she is a bit of an yeah. outsider. And that makes it easier for her to swing it, swing into other mm, groups. And you can distance yourself a yes. bit. And yeah, yeah. see, I think so. I think, yeah, definitely her role as the outsider allows people to talk to her. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. And mm. if she hasn't got a main focus storyline as we see in this episode it's far easier for her to be the one yeah that people are telling stuff to yeah totally and i think yeah we definitely see that in this episode we come to our ratings yes so what are you giving the rating we're doing it in cups Cups, coffee cups. Coffee cups uh, out of five. What would you give this episode? This is a tricky one. It is is a good episode, but it's not, I wouldn't say one of the best. I'd give it a solid four, I think. Four, that's quite high. Oh, are you going to give it lower? Well, I just feel like, yeah, three and a half, because um, I just think it's nothing amazing. Mm. I I like, there's a lot of really good lines. But the storylines are not that keen on. Yeah, I hear what you're saying. Um, I just feel like I'm going to reserve a four for a pretty good one. Okay, okay. (laughs) I think there's there's a level above this episode. Yes. And I'm going to save it for that. So I'm going to say 3.5 cups. So coming up, our next couple of episodes are going to be our favourite episodes. (gasps) I'm excited about this. So we just randomised this one. Yes. But next two times we're going to have our favourite ones. So, are we starting with your favourite or my favourite? We're starting with your favourite oh. ones. Oh! Could you remember what it is? Yes, but I'm going to keep that a secret. Okay. Till next episode. I think, well, it's safe to say it's quite a popular one. Yes. You might have guessed it. I think if, you, <laughs> I think if you've got one in mind, it might be that yes. one. <laughs> I think probably mine is the other one. Yes. Maybe. Maybe. I um, think yours is a little bit more yeah, maybe. out there, maybe. But, but I think it would be mine one is... people recognise. Yeah. But yeah, yours is a... If you think of friends, you probably think of this one. A familiar trope. Yeah. Okay, well, we'll see you next time. And uh, remember that we're on the socials. So we're at Instagram and Twitter. Yeah. At pod underscore friends. So hit us up. And um, we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.